tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, it's that time again, time for another episode of Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that'll always be a Toys R Us kid. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. And I'm Samantha. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. As always, we have a bunch of news, but first let's get into some things we've been checking out. I've pretty much nonstop been playing Destiny 2 whenever I have the free time to do so. Yeah? And uh, it's really great. It's uh, It took, like, Destiny 1 was already, like, solid, like, gameplay-wise, like, control and, and shoot feel. Is mm-hmm. that a term that I can use? It is now. Shoot feel? Yeah. It's like game feel, but shooting. Ah. <laughs> but it, it lacked in other areas, like having a story. <laughs> and just like other convenient things, like not having to load in and out of your the entire level you're in every time you do a mission. Oh, like wow. Destiny 2 takes all that stuff and fixes it and into a much, much better online shoot experience. Cool. Very cool. It it seems so not in my character to be into this game because it seems like kind of a basic like yeah it doesn't seem like the kind of game that you would normally gravitate to but that it's just how good the actual gameplay itself is the shooting feels good yeah it does because you had me put sit down and play it for about like a half hour and I did notice that the shooting just feels good it's weird yeah it's just it just feels fun and good hmm. and that's what the game is so it works. It's almost, it's like surprisingly similar to like a fantasy star. Okay. Like. I can see that. Like the way it's set up, not the actual gameplay, Mm -hmm. but like the way you just go out and you do little missions and even have like the little ghost robot buddy is kind of like the mags that you had in fantasy star. Mm. I think that's why I like it so much. It's, It's really solid gameplay and slightly reminiscent of fantasy star online, which is like one of my favorite games of all time oh cool okay but it's really super good and i wish i had other people to play it with <laughs> now is that is it just a uh ps4 right now it is but i think here in a couple of days uh, it's gonna come out on pc oh, okay that's cool but it doesn't have crossplay because oh, sony's yeah sony yeah butts about it sony yeah did you see that game fortnite like a couple <laughs> days ago they configured their servers wrong by accident, and suddenly there was crossplay. Oh, really? Between PlayStation Four and Xbox One. No, I hadn't heard that for like a couple of days till they fixed it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's how easy it is that they could do it by accident. Yeah, but Sony's just like, no, we're we're in the lead, so we can afford to be jerks about it. Yeah, so we are. Gee, Merry Christmas! But I, Destiny Two is fantastic, and I would recommend it to anyone that enjoys some good shooting cool now i forget is destiny is that the one that has it's a it's a third person shooter but it also has like it's first person first it's first person okay yeah. well then i'm wrong already <laughs> but uh i'm gonna keep going is it like was there like i don't i don't want to say like magic kind of elements but kind of sort of along those that yeah, vein it, kind of thing it has some sort of space wizard <laughs> yeah okay one of the classes is called warlock oh nice okay and you use kind of like technological space magic okay the whole plot is like this big white orb space god shows up in the solar system Mm -hmm. and starts giving humans all these 
all this advanced technology. So they go from being regular humans to like this spacefaring race within like an incredibly quick amount of time. And then the traveler stops doing that. And they're kind of just like stuck with all these problems when these and a bunch of bad guys show up because of the traveler. Oh, okay. Interesting. Like hunting the traveler down. Interesting. That's another thing. There's a lot of, there's like four or five different races of bad guy and they're all pretty well designed and, and unique. There's like, yeah, a, you don't usually get four or five. You usually get like one or two. Yeah. At most there's like the, the, there's a bunch of robots. Okay. Who, <laughs> their weak point is in their chest instead of their head. They have little glowy parts on their oh, chest. Oh, nice. Nice. So you want to get, chest shots from them are not headshots and then there's like the fallen are kind of necromancy aliens mm. or now i'm thinking of the hive the fallen are just kind of regular alieny guys mm. then the hive are necromancery monstery guys and the main bad guys in destiny 2 are the cabal and there's these big lumbering like war hammer looking dudes <laughs> <laughs> okay but it, it's got a lot of really neat lore and it's it's good it's it's real good. Okay, cool, good. And I hit the level cap the other day. Already? Wow, that it's just only, came out like what a week ago. It's or only twenty. Oh, it's only twenty. Oh, and, okay. Well, that's not. And too there's easy. still stuff to do after you hit the level cap. After that, it becomes about finding the best equipment and managing the equipment. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Until the next DLC comes out, they bump the level cap and yeah, exactly. Else. Yeah, <laughs> I know how those games work. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's like MMO light kind of like. There's other players on the map, but if you op- if you do a quest or whatever, it kind of becomes your own space at that point. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah, you only have to interact with other people as much as you want to. That's that's very good. Yeah. <laughs> you had a strange dance party with a stranger the yeah. other day. Because <laughs> <laughs> I used my dance emote, and then he came back and used the dance emote back at me. <laughs> <laughs> I got an emote the other day that like makes this like lasery vision of a table show up in front of me and then my guy flips the table angrily. Excellent. Oh, that's good. I don't, I don't know what else to say other than it's great. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's a great game. Cool, cool. Is there anything else? Oh, you've been playing Metroid. Oh, yeah. So have I, but... I've been playing the Samus Returns. It's really good. It's not easy. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it <laughs> that's is not. The first thing that struck me, those... Like, all the little aliens want you dead. Yeah. Yeah. Norm- like usually, they just have, like, a path they follow. This is, like, they're coming at you. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, cool. Just fun. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good, solid Metroid game. If you like Metroid, it's Metroid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else you'd want. It's it's a little over-reliant on that melee counter move, I think. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. Like, I that? try not to use it. Really? Like, you don't really have yeah. to, I guess. Get good. But it's it's the quickest way to kill most bad guys. And just about every bad guy telegraphs it constantly. And it's like, sometimes you just want to shoot like regular Metroid, which... I do. Actually... <laughs> I it, absolutely do. That becomes more viable the further you get to. And when you get more upgrades, when you've got like the plasma beam and stuff, mm-hmm. then you don't have to do it as much. You but, just you just shoot, shoot your gun and that's it. Yeah. yeah. How uh, similar is it? to its original version from the Game Boy. Mm. Is it like Metroid 2 in name only and kind it, of in plot, sort of? It has a lot of map similarities. Like, mm, okay. there'll be parts where I'm like, oh, this is like where you get the spider ball in the original game. But I don't like the the art direction is a little blander than the original game, mm. which is weird because the original game was just... Is a 
to Game Boy game. Yeah. Yeah. But like a lot of the tiles and background graphics looked really weird and alien in the Game Boy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then here it's like, oh, it's some rocks and maybe some goo. Gotcha. But like the other one, there's like just weird structures and mm. stuff. Yeah. I wish they would have kind of more directly interpreted that instead of going their own way with it. A lot of really good animation for Samus, especially when you get those melee counters. Yeah. Yeah, that's very striking, I think. Yeah. Makes her look look awesome again. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're trying their hardest to repair the damage that other him did to her character. <laughs> we don't speak of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you uh, have you tried using the uh, amiibo yet? I have only I only dug out one. Oh, okay. My the Smash Brothers regular Samus one, mm-hmm. and it gave me a an extra missile tank, which is pretty cool, like a reserve tank. So when you run out, it refills them. Which oh, has been handy on really a lot cool. of bosses. Yeah, that would be handy. Um, I haven't finished it yet, so I don't get to look at the concept art, which I would really like to. Oh, sure, yeah. I'm, I'm actually at the very, very last boss, and it is very difficult. Oh, yeah? <laughs> to the point where it's like I've had trouble going back to it. It's like I'm just going to struggle against that boss. <laughs> <laughs> Struggle's real. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to say who it is because it's a spoiler. It's a spoiler? Okay. All right, yeah, don't, don't say anything because I'll... I'll this is, probably going to be the last 3ds game that i'll pick up eventually it's, worth it. it's really good yeah. yeah yeah did you hear the thing about the new um samus and metroid amiibo doing an unlock in uh, federation Por- force no yeah there's a there's an extra skin unlock that gives you an extra ability for your robot guy huh for that little game i wonder why they never said anything about it i i don't know i just read a thing the other uh. day about you know someone just tapped it and it's like oh hey there's a, another paint job that's cool <laughs> Awesome. That game wasn't the travesty that people think it is, but I don't know. It wasn't. It's about to the Metroid franchise as that Zelda, that multiplayer Zelda game they did was. Yeah, it's just all right. Yeah, it's just okay. It has it has no ties really to anything. It's just kind of there. But I think in the case of Federation Force, it was like people were so anticipating a new Metroid and to not get it but get close to it it was kind of a spit in the face (laughs) yeah kind of this is not what i want (laughs) well like if there had been no zelda games for eight years and then triforce heroes came Uh, out oh yeah very disappointing yeah yeah so same yeah same thing triforce heroes just followed uh link between worlds which is actually probably my favorite 3ds game yeah yeah you do that's a really good game i replayed through it just recently when i was on vacation oh yeah it's that good nice all right very cool let's see i'm trying to think of what i've done this past (laughs) what have you done what have i done No, um, well, I I started uh, a subscription service with uh, Verve. Is it Verve or VRV? It's Verve. Verve? Okay. It's another one of those, you know, online subscription service type deals. Yeah, we talked about it before. We have, yeah. We we have it too. It's really good. Yeah, this is not an ad. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but no, I I started kind of flipping through stuff the other night, and uh, there's this, I was kind of drawn to this animated show called Last Man, and knew nothing about it. Nothing about it going in. I think I saw a trailer for it before a YouTube video, and that's all I saw of it. And um, jumping into it, it is a lot like watching an animated version of the video game Final Fight. Like, your main character is very much like Cody. The, not, not me. Not Yeah, no. But, <laughs> like, a, a lot of just punching. It's it's 
kind of graphic. I mean, there's a lot of animated blood and stuff, and it has a, a humor that it's not self-aware, but it's kind of like Venture Brothers in the kind of the really raw kind of humor, but not like the crazy self-aware or um, referencing other things kind of humor. Or people with ridiculous names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, I started looking into the backstory of it because I was like, what in the heck is this? The uh, Verve only has seven episodes up. And there was 26. Apparently it was a Kickstarter. And as I was looking it up, I discovered that it was one. It's a prequel to a long running comic series that has at least 10 volumes out wow. at this point. And two, it is originally French. Hmm. Like the whole thing, like this cartoon is English uh, dubbed into from the original French. I had no idea, but apparently this show takes place 10 years prior to the comic. The comic has very like heavy, like magic, like the whole thing with the comic is like, it's almost like a um, Mortal Kombat, like a, you know, there's a huge fighting tournament from all these different realms and these magic people. And all of a sudden this one normal human dude with a really bad attitude shows up and just <laughs> beats the ever living tar out of every magic character. All these wizards, uh, pretty much <laughs> wizards and, and magic monsters and stuff like that. And, uh, this show is the, uh, beginnings of that guy. Like he lives in this town called Pax town and basically just beats everyone up. Metro city. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And uh, the more I looked into it, the more I realized a lot of the major characters that he beats up as humans in this cartoon series come back later in the comic as like upgraded magic-y magic like huh. characters. Like everyone that he's every anyone that has a name shows up later in the comic as as someone else or something else. And it also has a uh, game on Steam that ties into it kind of, but all of the names have been changed because the game came out before the cartoon and everyone was like, no one knows the comic. So we're just going <laughs> to make up it. a bunch of names yeah. and just call it a fighting game. I think it was <laughs> called last fight or something like that, but no, it's really interesting. And like I said, it's only, there's only seven episodes up. There's probably going to be more soon. And each episode is only about 13 or 14 minutes long. So you could just kind of blow right through them in an, in an evening, but no, really enjoyable. Now that you have verve, you have no excuse not to watch uh, my hero academia. Yeah. Yeah. You would think that. No, I, I will probably eventually someday. Uh, the other thing I started watching again on Verve, um, I'm way behind on this, like way behind the, the crowd on it, but I started watching Harmon Quest, and it's really good. Yeah, we, we watched, I think, one or two of the new episodes, too. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, I'm through episode six of the, uh, the first season. The first season's ten episodes, and um, it's funny. It's just enough Dan Harmon yeah, not too much. It's Dan not. Harmon. Yeah, there's definitely a point where you can get like too much. Yeah, sensory overload, Dan Harmon. But uh, but no, <laughs> this is like just enough, and he plays well with the other characters. It's not just you know the Dan Harmon show yeah. featuring everyone else, despite it being his name on the name of the show. They give plenty of time to the special guest each week who the miraculously special guest dies. Is my favorite part. Of it the is show. mine too. Yeah. Uh, that episode with uh, Aubrey Plaza is yeah. great because she had no idea. Harmon Quest, is, uh, they play D&D for a half hour in front of a live studio audience, and they bring in comedians to play a role in it. And yeah, um, Aubrey Plaza came in not knowing anything about anything and was just making things up as she went. And they were just rolling with it, whether she she could do it in the game or not. She's like, 
I don't know how to explain it. Just, well, very Aubrey Plaza-ish. Yeah. Um, the first episode of the second season has what is it, uh, Gillian Jacobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she doesn't know anything about it either and just kind of keeps reading things off her character sheet. She's like, <laughs> well, I'm going to do this with my plus nine uh, dagger and throw my 50-foot rope. And, like, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh, that's good. That's that's really good. I liked the one with John Hodgman as Han Dodgman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the wizard, the sandwich wizard, yeah. who, as it turns out, had transformed a town's full of children into sandwiches and was like transporting them to another town. <laughs> and like the party ate half the sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Han <laughs> But uh, but no, it's a it's a really good show and definitely worth ch- uh, checking out. I don't know why I didn't watch it on CISO when they had it when and that you, was a and thing. You had CISO. I had CISO. <laughs> I paid for CISO to watch my brother, my brother and me, and that's it. Yeah, uh, we've watched every episode of my brother, my brother and me except for the last one. The last one's really good. You should. Wa- what is it with you guys not watching last episodes I don't of know. things? We're bad at it. Well, that's one you definitely need to watch. Yeah, the, and that the one's one not of. like a big finale or anything. Like, there's still more McElroys out there. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's the it's the Candle Nights episodes, and it kind of wraps things up a little bit. But like, no, I can't. And I think they're going to do another season. I think. I hope so. I wouldn't be surprised. I think it did well enough. I mean, it did well enough for um, it to be a hot enough property for Verve to pick it up. I wish they would have picked it. Yeah. Uh, take my wife. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. And we never finished it. Now you can't watch it anywhere. I'm sure it'll pop up sooner or later somewhere. It's It almost has to, you know? I mean, just about everything else from CISO has popped up elsewhere. And that was probably the most quality thing that they had, really to be good. completely honest. Probably, yeah. Not that My Brother and My Brother Me isn't great. I mean, it's an amazing show, but it's also three brothers screwing around for 30 minutes. Like... <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Hidden America is actually pretty good. Oh, okay. yeah, that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. But, like, in terms of production value and quality writing and, like, I know it's like their prestige TV show, Let's Take My Wife. <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of was. You're right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, I, it'll pop up. It'll pop up somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, I'm interested in checking out some of the other things that um, Verve has to offer. Like, um, I've never been a huge Rooster Teeth no, follower, I haven't either. But I guess they have a lot, a lot of content, like mystery science theater style stuff and D and D style stuff, and like all all kinds of crazy that you can look at. It's part of it, and I, you know, I don't know. Again, not an ad. <laughs> is is that Adam Ellis guy part of Rooster Teeth? I don't know who that yeah, is. <sighs> is. Is he the one that does the web comic? Yes. The one that everyone has the same face. Yes. Ah, uh, I hope yeah. not. I I hate those comics. They're they're all the same, and everybody's yeah. faces look the same, and it's all like it's like they're t- it's they're geeky. They're 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 for the nerd crowd, but they have just that extra bit of like spite, I guess, to them, or like negative snarkiness. Well, like I can take snark, but like I don't know. They're just not. Well, and a lot of times they're more focused on like being oh so relatable than actually having a yeah, joke. Yeah, that's true. Or a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also all the faces are exactly the they same. They are all exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. And they get shared constantly because of the fact that it's oh so relatable. Yeah. I don't know. I well, don't want to... Ta- well, he's tapped into that whole meme market, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just it me. It's just like me. <laughs> Share. 
I I clapped when I saw it. (laughs) (laughs) We need to stop referencing those guys. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, they're half in the bag. Uh, We're talking about Red Letter Media. They're half half in the bag stuff isn't great, but um, their their, uh, uh, bad movie reviews, I think, are kind of funny. The... um, um, it's just, speaking of, of being too, yeah. too snarky and yeah. too negative, yeah. that's my problem with them. <laughs> yeah, well, they're they're ma- yeah. mainstream movie critiques for the most part. I yeah, I'll agree if, if you do, if you like something, you're a loser. That's kind like, of yeah. Caring about stuff is lame. <laughs> but I wonder how much of that is them putting on a character for their review show. Yeah, and how much of that is their honest opinion? Like, do you think they really hated the? late the female ghostbuster reboot movie so much or do you think they were that they were pandering expected, to that crowd yeah they were expected to hate well then at that point at you've become a hack well they call themselves <laughs> hacks they call themselves yeah. hack frauds yeah. constantly so maybe maybe that's the point because again on their other reviews they're not that bad they're a little sarcastic but they're you know they have legitimate opinions that i agree with on films just not not popular films. Not popular films. Like they hated Rogue One, and Rogue One was a great movie. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Both the new Star Wars have their flaws, but I don't think they're worth focusing in on and nodding a lot, not allowing yourself to have a good time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, it, it's a tough thing, you know, because we, it's tough to review things because and stay objective, I guess. I don't know. It's nothing is 100% perfect. Everything yeah. has flaws, but it's just your own personal taste at as to where at what line do you stop giving it extra credit? Yeah, well, that you have to find a good balance. Yeah. You don't want to be Mister Negative Snarky Snark Pants and not like anything because that's lame. But you also don't want to be rah rah everything's amazing because now you're the nerdist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I guess they are kind of on the polar opposites of, of things, oh, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. Because every Nerdist article is like, oh boy, this is going to be great. Even though it's like Suicide Squad or... Yeah. But how much of that is them getting paid oh, to yeah. say, oh boy, everything's super great. Oh yeah. I'm sure it's a big... Well, they're owned by, uh, was it Legendary? Yeah, that's right. They are these days. Yeah. is Chris Hardwick doesn't even have anything to do with Nerdist anymore, does he? I don't know. He maybe just owns it. I know he doesn't like he doesn't write anything on it or he probably has no like editorial oversight or yeah. anything. And, I mean, he did change his uh, Twitter handle from um, Nerdist to at Chris Hardwick. So maybe he's distanced himself from I think the he brand just sits back and collects a check that at midnight check. Yeah. <laughs> well, not that one. Well, anymore. That, yeah. Well, no, that one's gone. I like that show, though. It was good. It was actually a pretty fun show. Yeah. You know, we spoke of, about the uh, uh, McElroy brothers. I watched the uh, that episode. Oh, they I put forgot up a month. about that. Yeah, they did an episode with the three of them, and Travis is the funniest one of the bunch. He is the most on the ball with the quick I jokes. I see it. And Justin's the worst. <laughs> like, they're all really quick, and they're all... It's clear that none of them are stand-up comedians, but if you had to peg one of them as, like, an improv... Someone who has studied improv, it's Travis. Because he probably has. Because, yeah, because he's, <laughs> he's a theater the, guy yeah, he's and the he's theater definitely one. probably done it. But uh, but no, um, some of them, my God, I can't even, well, can't say any of it on, on radio because it's, uh, it was a midnight show on Comedy Central. 
And uh, the version I watched was online where they didn't bleep anything. <laughs> they left everything in and it was it was great. I think it's still online. You can go find it somewhere online. Boy, we really veered off on track on that yeah. one, huh? Oh, well. Oh, well, that's I mean, cool. It's the check it out. We talk about what we want to talk about. <laughs> exactly. That's right. All right. So, hey, anyway, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we get back, we'll get into a little bit of news. What? 
Hey, we're back. That was I Put a Spell on You by Creedence Clearwater Revival. Why do we play that particular version of that particular song? Well, we listened to about seven different versions, <laughs> and this CCR was the quickest. Yeah. Well, except for Hocus Pocus, but there was too much background noise. And that, But that's a good version. I think that's like the definitive for our generation, right? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Most people know Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought you were talking about CCR. No, yeah. no, what? I was talking. No, I was talking about Hocus Pocus. Oh yeah, okay, definitely yeah. Hocus Pocus. <laughs> Hocus okay. Pocus is like the number. Like, Hocus Pocus is like the number one version, but there was too much talking in the background. We couldn't. We couldn't find a clean copy. Yeah, of it, it would have sounded bad on the radio. It would have. Yeah, it'd have been bad. Been a bad time. Anyway, why did we play that song? Anybody? Because it's almost <laughs> Halloween. It is. No, because also. Uh, also because the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is getting a CW show. Yeah, apparently, in, in works, in in the works. Oh, it's in the works. It's not set in stone. Well, it probably is going to happen. Yeah. yeah, if they've announced it, it's probably pretty close to being a thing. Yeah, this is a pretty big deal. So, uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina was a comic spinoff, like one of those, one of those super like horror book, super scary, yeah. serious version of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I liked you. You didn't like it. I didn't care I, for it much. I liked but... it. It gets like super serious witchcrafty, like real, like real Satan-y. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's it's cool, and it's cool that it's coming to CW. I think a more like I don't know mature take on Sabrina the Teenage Witch and her aunts and Salem the Cat and everything. I think I think there's definitely a place on television for it, and in the world that we have, where we have like supernatural and we have. I zombie, which I guess those are more lighthearted, but still, still kind of more magic-y magic style type of shows, you know? It's going to fit right in next to Riverdale, too. It, yes, that was that's the other thing. The Dark Archie. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Darchie? Darchie. Darchie. <laughs> the Dark Archie expanded universe. Yeah. <laughs> Earth 2 Archie. Yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting for the uh, su- super serious and grim dark uh, Lionheart. <laughs> Archie Metal. Yeah, Archie Metal. I, I would watch an Afterlife with Archie TV show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I would watch that as well. That's a, sure. That would be a good season finale for, or series <laughs> finale for mm-hmm. Riverdale. Like, when they decide they're done, do the last season as that Afterlife it's just, with Archie. Just all zombies? Yeah. Yeah. Or even there was a, uh, there's a one-shot that came out from Archie Comics, a f- uh, I want to say a few months ago. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was a year ago. It was a one shot where it was called Jughead the Hunger and he <laughs> became a werewolf. It's just Jughead <laughs> Werewolf. And Betty uh Betty's been Betty's family have been uh werewolf hunters, monster hunters for a millennia and she has been kind of a sleeper agent in Riverdale waiting <laughs> waiting for Jughead to turn so that she can fulfill her family prophecy and eliminate the werewolf. Eliminate <laughs> Jughead. Yeah. That is buck wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great comic. Uh, but no, this is good. This is good. I, I, Archie, the hunger. The hunger. <laughs> yeah. Archie, they live. <laughs> That's, that'd be great. A retelling of they live, but with Archie Archie, characters. yeah, that yeah. would be really good. That would be very, very good. <laughs> Just to get a, a, a three episode long fist fight between Archie and like Moose or something. Yeah, Reggie. Reggie, yeah. <laughs> Put on the glasses, Reggie. <laughs> God, I love that movie. It's a great movie. It's a really good movie. It's time to kick butt and chew bubble gum. 
and Archie's all out of gum. <laughs> Not from Duke Nukem. <laughs> yeah. If you think Duke Nukem said that first, you're wrong. Duke Nukem didn't say anything first. <laughs> Never. Nope. All his lines are ripped out of movies. Yes. But no, I'm excited to see Sabrina come back. I I was a fan of the original show, I oh, have yeah. to admit. and Everybody was at the yeah, time. Yeah. It's a good show. It has ties that cat. Yeah, has that cat. <laughs> has ties to Mystery Science Theater. Did you know that? No. Joel and his brother, after leaving Mystery Science Theater, started a, a practical effects company, and they did a lot of practical effects for Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And there was a cold open in which Sabrina accidentally summons a giant baby sitting in a tree and it's TV's Frank dressed up like a giant baby. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. But no, this is going to be good. I hope, I hope it gets, uh, 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 gets picked up for a season or whatever. And, uh, it'll, it'll be good. Yeah. CW does Spe- good work. Speaking of mystery science theater, I wish they would announce whether or not it's getting a season two. Well, they've been, they've been dancing around it in the backer. Emails. Yeah. In the backer emails. They, ha- they definitely have been. Yeah. And I'm sure it's going to get picked up for season two. It just, I wonder if they're going, if uh, Netflix is saying, hey, do another Kickstarter. We'll, you back, you brought, you raise the money and we'll host it for you. Or what's going on with that? It, it had to have made Netflix enough money for them to yeah. throw. Part of me's like, yeah. don't be worried about it. It did well and people liked it. They'll mm-hmm. bring it back. But the other part of me is like, I've been burnt before. Yeah. <laughs> I think this live tour is helping things, certainly. Because I, I, I'd have to imagine some of the money go, from that is going towards the next season. Yeah. They'd almost have to. And it's not like they would have to spend a ton of money building all new sets again. This is Everything's true. already put together. At least it should be. Yeah. So it really, they would just have to throw money at paying the actors and securing film rights. And if Netflix backs them a little more, maybe they can secure better film rights. Who knows? There were some good ones. Though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there were some good rotten ones. Yeah. Oh, what was that Swedish? Um, was it Swedish? The uh, the Godzilla ripoff? Oh, oh. Yangre or Yangere, something? Yeah, yeah, I loved Yangere. <laughs> <laughs> uh. and, and Star Crash was great. Oh, Star Crash. I, I legitimately, non-ironically enjoy Star Crash. It's a f- I ironically love Star Crash. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I just love bad movies, but yeah. 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 It's a quality Star Trek Barbarella knockoff. Yeah. With a Star with a, Trek I meant Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh my god. <laughs> There's really nothing Star Trek about. Yeah, I was Star gonna Trek. I was gonna just kinda go past it. I was gonna let you let that linger, let that hang on there. But uh but no, and it had a had a a, a Southern cowboy robot. Yeah. <laughs> you can't go wrong with the Southern Cowboy robot. Nope. All right, so uh, moving on from that, uh let's well you know, we were talking about uh, a spooky, scary Sabrina, and let's talk about something else that's dead. Flappy Bird. <laughs> Everybody remembers Flappy Bird, right? It was the obsession of a solid two months. Maybe less. <laughs> maybe like two weeks, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The original developer The original developer threw up this, um, for those who don't remember Flappy Bird, it was an iOS game that was free. It had ads like running through it. Everybody, it was shovelware. He just kind of threw something together with a bunch of ripped off assets and was like, ah, you know, I'll make a couple bucks and then it'll get pulled and whatever. Uh, everybody jumped on it and he like made too much money. So he pulled it from 
the uh, Apple and Store. He was worried about people getting addicted to it too. Yeah, that too, because people were they people were getting addicted to it. It's just mindless, you know, tapping. Yeah, even though it's yeah, just a game where you tap so a bird flies through pipes stolen from Mario Brothers. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, so it got removed from the Apple um, Store, but people who still had it downloaded could keep it and still play it. Heck, my phone still plays Flappy Bird. I have it, and I'm never going to delete that thing. I deleted it. Yeah. But um, it was announced that with the new uh, Apple iOS 11, uh, Flappy Bird will no longer work on the operating system. So Flappy Bird has a finite lifespan, and it's coming up quick. So Don't worry. You can always play Flappy Bird's family on your Kindle device. Yeah, Your Amazon Fire. You device. can find all of the rip-off Flappy Bird clones. Yeah, heck, I made one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell you, the one that that uh, I play a little more often than Flappy Bird when I'm killing time is the uh, Penny Arcade, not Penny Arcade PvP. Oh, uh, Farty Troll. Yeah, <laughs> which is more or less the same thing that I came up with, but with a troll. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so yeah, Flappy Bird is gone. Goodbye, Flappy Bird. A tale of an, uh, one man getting incredibly lucky. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> with his indie game. Yeah. I, I wonder, how how do you do that? How does someone just... How does that happen? I, I don't know. And why doesn't it happen to us? Yeah. One day, we're going to put out one episode of this show, and it's going to be like, everyone's going to download it. <laughs> and then we're going to have to take the whole show, to, the whole no, series that's, no, down. No, that's not going to happen. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Okay, moving from things that are dead to things that should probably die. Um, this is a really, well, no, a really downer show. <laughs> well, no, we're gonna we're gonna bounce back. We're gonna bounce back. But um, there are two things on here that we could talk about with that kind of lead in. Let's go with the uh, current running Justice League Metal comic and the Nightmare Batman. Batman. The Batman. Yes. The most particularly the. Um, the bat who laughs. What is this? This Justice League metal or whatever. It like? is some vague crossover event where um, they somehow the Justice League accidentally opens a portal to a dark multiverse where everyone. It's not like Earth three where like all the heroes are villains and the villains are heroes, but it's like the dark multiverse where everyone's just like super grim and gritty and murders everything all the time forever. Edgelord. Edgelord. The edgelord dimension. Basically. And you have the evil, like, head-to-toe metal versions of the Justice League with very creative names like, and I'm going to read all seven of these <laughs> because I can't believe some of these, the Red Death, who is the Flash. <laughs> oh, God. The Dawnbreaker, which is the Green Lantern, which that's that's okay. That one's not terrible. That's all right. Uh, the Drowned, who is Aquaman, because you know that's what Aquaman does. <laughs> he drowns. Uh, the Merciless, who is Wonder Woman, and that's okay. Kind of a barbarian take on yeah. Wonder Woman, I, I suppose. I mean, one one of Wonder Woman's many traits is her mercy and compassion. Yeah, but I guess not this one. <laughs> not this one. No. Uh, we have the the Devastator. Which is, I guess, Superman, but this picture uh, outline—it looks like uh, Doomsday, the yeah. big rock rockman. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Batman, who is the Batman who laughs, which is if Batman was the Joker, basically, and wore like a gimp suit, kind of. <laughs> and finally, my my personal favorite, 
the murder machine, <laughs> which is Cyborg. And not what the Scooby gang drives around in a dark alternate timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. You, you just nailed it. The <laughs> Scooby-Doo metal. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> the murder machine. Uh, but no, we were talking about this bef- uh, before the <laughs> show. Scooby's name is just The Suffering. <laughs> the Suffering. <laughs> the Hunger. Yeah. That's Shaggy. Shaggy's, that's the, Shaggy's hunger. the Hunger. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but no, we were talking about this uh, off mic. <laughs> the tortured mind is Velma. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. We got no. We have two more. You got to come up with them now. We have two more. Um, the vein. The okay. That's Daphne. Yeah. Um, death trap. Death trap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> murder trap. <laughs> death trap's too clever. It murder, is. Yeah. Murder trap. Yeah. Well, like I said, we were talking before the show, and you you kind of made the uh, remark that. These names seem like they took a poll of like 14-year-old boys and asked them what's cool. Yeah. And then took the worst answers from each one. <laughs> because it is just rotten. The just rotten. It sounds like stuff I would have wrote when I was making comics when I was in grade school. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think everyone had that phase. It's called 6th grade. Yeah. 6th 7th so grade. So adult. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, I, I did a comic about three space people that went around and shot aliens in space, and their names were, like, Blade and Rocky. <laughs> Rocky, the tough guy name. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, there's, from what I understand, there's a lot of uh, really cool, interesting uh, comics that are going to be spinning out of this miniseries, so maybe it's not all bad, but the series itself looks like just a hot, it just looks like bad news from beginning to end just just the worst i mean batman who laughs just has spikes for a mouth yeah <laughs> like, no he has you know he has a, a joker smile for a mouth he has spikes for eyes uh, oh yeah that's right he's <laughs> got spikes for eyes how does that even work Be, uh, well i'll show you it works like this why <laughs> i didn't notice that yeah he definitely has spikes for eyes he's like a pointy geordie yeah, it, that's the best way. That's the only way I can. Yeah, that's the perfect way to describe it. He also has like Bat Boy Robins, like the old tabloid Bat yeah, Boy. Weekly World News Bat Boy. It's like Michonne and her zombies. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Oh, that's just bad. Why? Just why? He's a he's a crazy Batman that has chained up little boys. <laughs> They didn't think that one through. No, I'm pretty sure they did. I'm sure they thought it through very, very well. I just hope this doesn't turn into what a movie turns into. Oh, God. Because just think, they're pushing this, and they're like, oh, man, people love dark alternate versions of the Justice League fighting the the normal Justice League who are also themselves dark and alternate. Let's put these people in our movie. Oh, I can't wait for him to ruin Wonder Woman. You know, Patty Jenkins is still part of it. She's She'll be all right. She'll be okay. Now, the Justice League movie itself, yeah. Well, yeah I'm not worried about okay. the Wonder Woman okay. movie. Yeah, I was wondering there for I'm, a second. I'm talking about when she shows up in another movie and they do it bad. Ah, uh, that makes much more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, speaking of movies, they're doing uh, the uh, Americanized live action. Akira is back on the table, and I just... Hollywood hasn't learned their lesson from Ghosts in the Shell or that Dragon Ball movie or Netflix Death Note. You know what? I'm tired of 
telling Hol- asking Hollywood to not make things. They're going to do stuff no matter what. Just this movie's been on on the table for like what ten over ten years. Oh yeah, yeah. Just do it already. It's going to be bad no matter what you do. Just do it. Get it over with. Get it out of the way. Pull, rip that bandaid off, and we'll move on. <laughs> yeah. Get it, it out of your system. Just get out of your system. Exactly. <laughs> it's not. It's not made in a way that it would make a good live action movie. No. The plot is is pretty loose and yeah. threadbare. And that's the one way of putting it. Loose. Yeah. It, yeah. In the original Akira, it's much more about the animation and the visuals mm-hmm. than it is. It's like a, a like a liquid television kind of kind of yeah thing yeah more than it is a movie that you could translate into live action. Now Death Note, there's no reason why that couldn't have been good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still need to watch it. Yeah, I, I still want to watch it. But yeah, yeah, we can't accurately harp on how bad it is until we actually yeah. see it. But and I've I've watched a lot of the original Death Note at this point. Oh, it's yeah, I've been... yeah. For some reason, it's what I put on whenever I'm working out at at the Y. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. It's nice because you can just kind of listen to. It. You don't have to give it a whole lot of attention. Yeah, I mean, not a lot. There's not a lot. It's of... enough to be distracting where you're not bored working out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mostly dialogue. I mean, not a lot happens that isn't completely telegraphed gotcha. through the dialogue. Well, I mean, it's an anime. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> That's usually how they do it. They telegraph everything through the dialogue. Yeah. I've heard Willem Dafoe's good in the live action. Yeah, but I'll, that's be, I'll the bet only he is. Thing. It's good casting. It is. I mean, he looks just like him. I thought that would get a bigger laugh. Well, he does. Yeah. He's <laughs> 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 twins. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Oh, so. Um, another movie one. Yeah, another movie one. Tomb Raider. The reboot Tomb Raider specifically. Yeah. Is getting a movie. And the trailer makes it look like it might actually be good or at least competent. Might be competent. Yeah. I mean, it's a superhero. It's not superhero. It's a, <laughs> I mean, it's a, uh, it's a video game movie. So competent aren't good. is yeah. probably what they can aspire to be. Yeah. But yeah, it, for all intents and purposes, it looks like a decent movie. I mean, that Silent Hill movie wasn't terrible, was it? What? Silent Hill. It was all right. It's been forever. Last time I saw it was when it was in theaters. It was okay. Ever. Oh, what about my favorite video <laughs> game movie, Mario Brothers? <laughs> no, no, Street Fighter. Street oh, Fighter. No. With Raul Julia. Both of those movies are so bad, they're good. They are wonderful. I, I love both of those movies, although I haven't seen Street Fighter for a million years. Oh. But. It's wonderfully bad. It is so bad. Raul Julia, like, he chews the scenery like I've never seen an actor choose scenery <laughs> in anything. If they made a direct sequel to the Mario Brothers movie, I would go see it. <laughs> oh, sir. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Get um, John Leguizamo back in there. Yeah. Why not? And uh, Bob Hoskins. Is he still alive? No, no he's not okay. alive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I thought. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. So it would be after Mario dies oh. and it's Luigi. <laughs> There's trouble in the Mushroom Kingdom, and it's up to Luigi to handle it by himself. No, it's a Luigi's Mansion movie. Oh. (laughs) A Luigi's Mansion movie with John Leguizamo Luigi? That would be wonderful. Yes, please. Yes. That would be amazing. (laughs) Who would you cast as uh, Professor Egad? Oh, geez. Uh, Jeffrey Tambor. (laughs) 
I don't know why my brain went to Ken Jeong. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know why it's said Jeffrey Tambor, but I think it would work. It would work. Yeah. Sure, why not? Oh, no. <laughs> I want this movie now. And Brad Garrett as all the ghosts. <laughs> I, I'm just going back to Casper the Friendly Ghost, where he was the one named actor as the ghost. I think he was Fatso or something. Something like that. <laughs> King Brad Garrett as King Boo. <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> We've created so many great things today. We we certainly have. <laughs> Scooby-Doo Metal and Luigi's Mansion movie. Ah, I'm telling you, if all it would take would be one Hollywood influencer type to listen to our show. It's <laughs> all it takes. Million dollar ideas. Have you heard these guys? The it's geniuses. A, it's a gold mine. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so speaking of mario brothers stuff i guess there was a mario brothers 64 online yeah at uh, one point yeah briefly there's a guy who's known for his ability to hack mario 64 in ridiculous ways like uh when they revealed what the hat does in mario odyssey how it captures bad guys mm-hmm. he coded that into mario 64 like oh overnight God. that's awesome but he just recently released a patch he made for Mario 64 that lets you play it online with up to like 24 different people. Wow. And like added like five or six characters you can play as. Oh, that's interesting. Um, it looked really cool. I didn't get a chance to actually try it before Nintendo uh, laid the hammer down and uh, see. He didn't get a cease and desist, but they took down all his YouTube videos. Mm through dmcas like what happened to pewdiepie yeah <laughs> and uh they took down his patreon which he probably shouldn't have had to begin with yeah that's the only part of this news story that i'm kind of like i'm on nintendo's side on this it's like once you start asking for money you've crossed the line yeah it's not i mean it's not like he was selling it as a product but he was he was ju- he was dancing along the line he was like on a loophole kind of and yeah it was just eh. It's bad enough that you can't really fault Nintendo for saying, hey, quit making money, even tangentially off of our intellectual property. Yeah. But at what point, at what point do you go after people who are doing hacks of games that have been out for over, what, 15, 20 20 years? years? Yeah. And someone who sells a Mario print at a convention. That's true. Especially if they're adding new characters and new functionality onto a backbone that Nintendo, they're not going to go back to the engine that made Nintendo or Super Mario 64. I mean, they'll probably sell you Super Mario 64 again. Well, yeah, <laughs> probably. Well, yeah, on your 64 classic. Yeah. Oh, no. I have eight games on it. I'm, yeah, it gets progressively less, so mm-hmm. it probably will be like eight. Yeah. I'm seriously worried about the virtual console on the Switch just not existing because they'd rather sell you a plastic tiny version of an old console that costs $80. Yeah. Well, as... And that they don't make enough of. As they're creeping up, I mean, the, the Nintendo 64 Classic's probably going to be 100 because they bumped it up 20 from the, the NES to the Super. Yeah, right? it, that's a lot more plastic for that stupid controller that the 64 has. Yeah. <laughs> Although I saw there was a Kickstarter for a standard... Um, it had the Nintendo 64 plug on the end, but it was built like a standard oh, nice. controller with one stick on one side. Oh, and yeah, neat. 
I'd buy one of those. Yeah, I'll show it to you after the after the show. It's really cool. And and if we're going down, if we're downgrading like that, when you have the uh, GameCube classic, it'll just have sunshine. <laughs> yeah, it plays Mario Sunshine. That's it. Also, they made it even smaller. No, it's actually bigger than the uh, the original GameCube. <laughs> yeah. It's slightly larger and just only plays Mario Sunshine. It is a GameCube that they welded a Mario Sunshine disc inside. <laughs> That's it. Yep. <laughs> they just they just glued the lid closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they well they had plenty of them still in the factory. <laughs> like in the warehouse. They just pop a random game they have sitting around in there and then glue the lid closed and that's Wave what you race get. <laughs> was it Wave yeah. Race whatever? Yeah, or? I got Wave Race Blue Storm. <laughs> <laughs> that bad port of Crazy Taxi. Yeah. <laughs> Mine uh, only plays Star Fox Assault. Which, uh, that would be okay. I like that, that game. That'd be alright. <laughs> Oh man, mine only has uh, Legend of Zelda: Twilight Princess with the inverted map. <laughs> yeah, the inferior port. Gross. Mine only plays BMX Triple X. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! All right, so we have one last bit of news to go over, and we uh, hinted at it yeah, I a guess little we bit. Kind of have to do at this the, at the beginning of the show. Yeah, our <laughs> intro. Um, we are all Toys R Us kids. In this room, correct? Oh yeah, I, I still go there yeah. a lot. Just oh, to yeah. look at. Same here. They got a lot of collectibles that they are do. Cool. Yeah, they get a lot of really interesting, rare kind of toys, uh, stuff that you can't get in stores normally. Um, other stores. Other stores. Well, you're gonna have to find somewhere else to get your cool toys because Toys R Us has gone bankrupt. They filed for bankruptcy protection. I think is the yeah, actual that's the, story. Yeah. So, yes. They're, they said they're going to stay open at least over the holiday. So well, that's smart. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Try to get rid of some of that back stock. Yeah. Now, do you think they'll start clearancing things out around Christmas? That would be cool. So they get rid of everything? <laughs> oh, man. If we can hit 50% off around Black Friday. Ooh. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. Get all those overpriced Legos. That's, yeah, there we that's go. That's their problem. Maybe you won't go bankrupt <laughs> if you didn't add like 5 or $8 to the price mm-hmm. of every Lego set. Yep. Mark everything down to 75% or tw- mark everything down to 25% off and you'll get everything at like base. Yeah. That's the price, price you'd pay at Walmart. Mm-hmm, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm going to, that's kind of sad. I'm, I don't want to see Toys R Us go. Yeah. It's fun to go in there. Look at the toys. Look at what yeah. the kids are into these days. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Also, they have a whole aisle of Nintendo collectibles now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I know that it was where I got a lot of uh, Amiibos. Yeah, they always seem to get more Amiibos than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Now now you almost have to go online to find a lot of this stuff. but that's And that's a shame. But I guess Jeffrey Giraffe just couldn't stick it out this time. You remember Jeffrey Giraffe? Yeah. Yeah. Is he still the mascot? Yeah, he still is. Yeah. You still see him in, like, on ads and stuff. Okay. Huh. He didn't get, like, the terrifying makeover that, like, Chuck E. Cheese did. Oh, God. You're oh. sending me pictures of old Chuck E. Cheese. I was. I guess, yeah, (laughs) Chuck E. Cheese didn't quite get a terrifying makeover if you compare it to the original Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Are you talking about from um, um, animatronic Chuck E. Cheese to animated Chuck E. Cheese? Is that the transition you're talking about? Specifically, like, recently he went from, from, like, skateboard mouse Mm -hmm. to, like, CG, like... Oh, no. Imagine, like... Illumination, Illumination Entertainment looking uh, oh. mouse. Oh no! Yeah, it's not not good. It's that pretty boring. Ooh, yikes! But I mean, if you, 
the really truly terrifying Chuck E. Cheese is the original, the original. like like uh, bowler hat cigar. Like he used to smoke a cigar originally. <laughs> nice. I forgot about that. He yeah, seriously that's right. did. T- totally forgot about that. The original concept actually was that the animatronics were for the adults. Oh, really? That were sitting around while kids played video games. Oh, jeez. It, it, I mean, it didn't shake out that way. Sure, no. <laughs> but wow. that would have been cool. That that's why he smoked yeah. a cigar. Yeah. Wow. Had no idea. I wonder if like the animatronics had a cigar, like, and somebody's job was to fill up like his cigar juice to make the smoke. <laughs> like you gotta go top off Chucky; he's not blowing smoke. <laughs> go light his cigar. Or, yeah, they just put a lit cigar in his yeah, hand. That's it. Yeah, yeah. After the third Chucky e. Cheese burned to the ground, they decided that that probably wasn't a good business model. Uh, and with that, I think our show's done. Uh, you've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can email us with any questions, concerns, comments, at staff at nerdoverload. <laughs> Ideas for Scooby-Doo reboots. Re- re- <laughs> yeah. But they to have to be those. super gritty and dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you can uh, get a hold of us on all kinds of social medias under the name Nerd Overload Now. We're talking Twitter. We're talking Facebook. We're talking Twitch. Not YouTube yet. Uh, not YouTube because we need more followers before so, we can change so the name. They got to get 100. Yeah. That's that's going to be the big push. We need to get 100 people to follow us on YouTube. Our YouTube account, Nerd Overload TV. That's for right now. That's the one that's different. Please go subscribe to our channel. I mean, there's not a lot on there right now except for episodes of the podcast. Hey, that's... Which there's is like, something. Yeah. There's like 60 episodes of the podcast on there. Yeah. So that's something. Uh, yeah, and we're also on iTunes and Stitcher, so you can find old episodes of the show over there. And uh, again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>